something tells Listen. you here you might need you might need to employ don't, some editing skills. Don't let Will Self intimidate another person <laughs> on this planet. He's had his quota. He's had his quota, and uh, I'm Can sure. I have a quick fact? Yes, I'm going to come out with you to have a when, fact. When I was uh, coming up the hill today, my dentist worked me. I lived here. It's so sweet. Twenty around, years. Isn't I, yeah, it? I lived down the road twenty years ago. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. But I've got a dentist from that period who I still come and see. Yeah. So coming to see you today, coming up the hill to be going on the podcast, but now it's a bit like going to the dentist. It is. I had that sort of I, but I feel nervous as well because <laughs> yeah, I do. Which I shouldn't say because you know it's obviously it's not about me, but um, I feel nervous because. Like, although I know you, I don't know you. You're about to. Can I, yeah. get, my, can I get my animal skin? You can get anything you want. So you're recording but I am going to constantly sit really near to you. I'm sorry, no, but it's like, it doesn't right work for me to sit you, far away. Are you alright if I breathe smoke? Okay. I, I, I positively encourage it. Okay. Canada Goose is much better on women than it is on blokes, I think. Well, I have to say, Canada Goose-wise, I basically bought one of their coats about ten years ago. Mm. Maybe longer, <laughs> but before they got really cool. <laughs> and then the zip ropes, however many years into it, and they have a lifetime guarantee, they didn't have the coat anymore, so they just gave me a whole new coat. You kept the guarantee? No, I didn't even keep the guarantee. You just went in there and go, Look. I just, they, I just took photos because they're not in London. Right. Yeah. But anyway, how was your shoot? Yeah. It was, uh, I was working with an extremely talented guy who was the DOP. Lovely. Right. What's really his name? Ballage. If you want to say. Ballage Bolligo. Oh, wow. That's a hell of a Really name. talented bloke and really good fun to work with and really creative. Oh, you know, creative. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't complete the schedule, so they sacked him. Yeah, that's the oh, sort of... that's gutting. I know, I know. That is and it's like, we'll ring him and tell him, and I'm like, no, you won't ring him and tell him, actually. Oh, I'm going to ring him and Charles. tell him. Yeah. He was very gracious about that and all the rest of it, but yeah, I was pretty upset about that, because I haven't finished, so I'm still shooting bits and bobs. But so, without, without him. Now. So with Okay, so he'll get the main credit, though, won't he? He'll, he'll get the main credit, but it's a little bit like going to cook a meal... And no, it's just, horrible if someone comes chef. in for the yeah. last 10 minutes yeah. and, and yeah. does the last bit on something you've given your heart and soul to. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit grim by that, you know. But uh, blame must be a pro- uh, apportioned to people, if you get my drift. Well, right. it must, but, you know, it's a tricky one to navigate, isn't it? There is that, actually. I think the entertainment industry in general is a bit like that. It's a bit blame game. You know, well, things go, if things go well, there are many fathers. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If things go badly, yeah. let's look for, let's look for scapegoats. Most people like, are just scared as heck. And that's what's behind well, like, it all. Yeah, I mean, because it's such a kind of, it's such a kind of uncertain yeah, world. I, I, don't know, I don't know, actually. It's like when, when uh, I have a really good laugh when I'm working. Good. I mean, we are meant to be sort of Well, that's why we did it, isn't any, it? To have fun? Yes. Yeah. And then it all gets a bit stressful and stuff. And you really, I think stress is like the enemy of creativity in many ways. And you want to keep that 
at bay. So you just have an amazing first, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you can play. <laughs> you deal with all of that. Blah, blah. Yeah. But it is... It is and an amazing producer. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Is, is very key to things. Yeah. And so that sometimes they can free you up. And, yeah, and sometimes, I mean, I think directors can be charlatans, actually, because, you know, you're not operating anything, are you? You're not making a piece of equipment work. So you can actually be a director with no discernible skills. Yeah. I think that's times 10 with producing. Actually, a good producer is a rare thing. Yeah, yeah. And if you get one, they're worth their weight in gold. You hold on to yeah, them. Yeah, because yeah, once yeah, you yeah. develop a relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, that counts for so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's good. How did you, like, get into directing? Uh, how did I get into directing? I used to work in magazines. Okay. And I got a bit bored of working in magazines, and I went travelling for a few years in my early 20s. And I came back, and I'm like, I want to work in... The, I, I really like travelling. Yeah, I really like music. I got that. Yeah. And I really like yeah, movies. I love music. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, let's go and work in the movie business. And I picked up the phone. I got hold of a directory, actually, of production companies. And I think the second one I rang said, yeah, come in. And I started making uh, cups of tea on a music show. Do you know the singer Michael Ball? Do you know who he is? He was doing like a sort of a, a show for ITV where he'd get on stage and sing with guests. And they were like we need you to go down to his rehearsal space and make him cups of tea. Yeah. So I sort of started like that. Yeah. And then about three or four years later, I saw for three or four years as a runner and a researcher and did lots of different things. And then I thought, I really want to get my passport stamped. So I went to work for the BBC. Yeah. And I went to work for the, the BBC. The establishment. The establishment. <laughs> Otherwise known as. <laughs> Otherwise known as, yeah. And I, and I went to work for them, and while I was there, they were just bringing out small cameras, you know, which people yeah. like me could shoot More and work. More accessible way to work, yeah. Exactly. And they sent me on a little training course about how to shoot, you know, with this camera. And this coincided with a lot of sort of cable and satellite stations starting up. And I knew quite a few DJs, and quite a few of my mates were in bands and stuff. So I started interviewing bands and DJs myself with a little camera, and I sort of went from there. Were you shooting it then? Yeah, shooting yeah. it and doing sound and interviewing. So you just taught stuff. yourself to use it? Well, yeah, I went on a sort of training course yeah, to learn how to use the camera. Yeah. And then uh, you start shooting stuff. And as soon as you sort of actually... Do it. Do it. Yeah, I still didn't know what I was doing. And then when you start editing it, you go, ah, I now I understand. Should've. Yeah, you learn on the job kind of thing. You learn yeah, on the job. By messing it up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I... Stuff you can't cut together. <laughs> Go, fuck. Gosh, <laughs> Why do I think about that? Going shit. That's why you need a close-up of that. I see. I yeah, see. all right now yeah. I get it, yeah. So I, so, I, so I did a lot of that. And then I, I, you know, I then, I sort of worked in music and light entertainment. And do you want so to go in or do you want to stay out? Just because the wind is going to be a bit of a... Let's go in. We can go, go in and out. So Go in and out. We'll just get, yeah. You're constantly on the court here. I like that. Constantly, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've got like five five minutes of dead, <laughs> dead. When Will went to the loo, it was like oh. a complete silence. It's fine. Who cares? Yeah. So I then, I then, because I knew a lot of people in music and and, and sort of entertainment TV, I thought what well, the obvious thing to do if you want to step your game up is to learn how to studio direct. 
you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Several cameras. Yeah. So I went on a studio directing course again at the BBC, and that was quite good actually, in the sense that there used to be a thing. Called, I don't know if it exists anymore. There used to be a thing called skill set, which would fund you. Yeah. So I sort of got funding. It's so for, lovely, isn't it? Such yeah. a lovely way to do it. I don't know if that exists anymore. I mean, I think the training of young people is not very good. We it probably doesn't that. exist. Yeah. No, it's not. I think young people and the looking after of young people isn't very good in this country. Well, let's right not now. forget old people, though, either, Charles. Well, we that's need right. looking after too. I talk for we... myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think. I don't think. I don't think anybody is being looked after in this country right now, are they? You know. I've just been to a fascinating place. Sorry, I've divulged. I've just no. been to quite an interesting place. I've just been to shooting in this place called Boston, England, yeah. which is, it was sort of selected because it's the highest percentage of Brexit vote in the UK okay. mixed with the highest percentage of European immigration in the UK. Straight into Brexit, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, no yeah. longer put the radio on anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. That sounds like an interesting place well, to it was, I don't really want to talk about Brexit, but in, just in terms of people, uh, I, I think sort of what, what's happened is I think a large percentage of the population, myself included, probably yourself included as well, just think not really being listened to. Do you know what I mean? I don't really feel I've got a voice. I've slightly lost faith in politics. Slightly? Oh, my God. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. Hard to, it's hard to keep faith in it. It moment, is, actually. Particularly, when you, it's pretty upsetting. It is. And when you're... I, I sort of... The voting process, I slightly gave up on when... When was that? It was the general election, the last but one. And I voted for the Liberals, essentially, to keep the Tories out. And then the next day, they created a, a, a you know a government with the Tories and stuff. <laughs> you know, I've I've slightly lost faith in the whole process, to be honest. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't think people are being listened to, and I think that that leaves people in a really horrible place in their life of feeling kind of completely disempowered and helpless and hopeless. I like to think some fires are coming. Oh, fires are coming, definitely. I mean, that, but there's a hell of a lot of unrest with it and polarisation and a lot of anger and hatred as well. Well, there is. Which is getting quite difficult. And I don't know, for me, the most upsetting thing is people can't sit with someone who has a different opinion anymore and just have a conversation. Why can't, why can't you have a different opinion to me and I'd be okay and able to tolerate that? It's true, isn't it? I know, I know lots of people who've uh, fallen out with their friends and yeah. family, yeah. especially over the Brexit thing, yeah, actually. Yeah. That people now, they just don't speak but to why each other. But why fall out over it? Why? Why not just try and understand, listen to the other person with the intention of trying to understand where they're coming from? Well, that's, yeah, talking about this place, Boston. Yeah. Obviously, I find the Brexit thing a bit abhorrent. But I go there, and I'm suddenly like, okay, I get it. You, you, the, the, the local people there have a sense of literally being invaded. Yeah. You know, all of the shops are, are sort of, you know, European food stores. Yeah. And I think to myself, well, that's great. That's sort of integration. That's progress. Yeah. Local people there feel that's invasion. So were you talking to the local people for your of, project or just you no, happened to I, just because you were there? Yeah, I just because I'm there. I like to chat to people, yeah. go to the pub, have a pint, see yeah, the yeah, yeah, man, and, you, and, you, and you sort of talk to people and, I, you know, some hilarious things. I'm, I'm in the pub late at night going, I need to go and get some toothpaste. Yeah. You know, does the corner shop, is the corner shop down there open and the girl in the bar goes, I wouldn't buy you toothpaste from that corner shop. Yeah. And I'm like... 
why. Yeah. She's like, I go to Asta. It's yeah. much more reliable. And I'm like, what, for toothpaste? Yeah. <laughs> this is the sort but of... what was her point? Well, her point was, don't go to a shop owned by an Eastern European. Right. You, okay. know, you, you know what I mean? It was that sort of point. Is it weird? You know. Yeah. So I... I, I, I think it's... Uh, if anyone in the in- entertainment industry would dare to actually explore it in a bit more of a nuanced way, I think it's an amazing kind of climate we're in right now. I do. On, on a but, but no one's willing to explore it without just saying what they're expected to say. On There's the... a sort of gagging thing going on in many ways. You think that? I absolutely think that. You, you think I do. That. You think I do. That. I don't, I don't think I do worry about freedom of speech quite a lot. Okay, because you see, I think people talk so much now, sort of on, online. Yeah, I don't take online it, is I, different. Yeah. Online, you're just you know you you can just spew horrible things. That's, right. that's not a conversation. No, that's not a conversation. It's it's just a sort of one-sided sort of rant. And also the problem with online, and it's an I mean, attack I, usually. It is, and also online is there's like so much information, isn't there? There's so much stuff that actually there's no clarity of argument or thought, you know what I mean? No, but also, if you're sitting with someone looking them in their eyes, it has a whole different dynamic to a conversation than any other way of of talking or communicating that we have. You think so? I do. Yeah, okay. Do you not? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What I was going to say is there is a positive to all of this Brexit, UK malaise which we're going through and that is I feel change is coming and I feel change is needed some people saw Brexit as a revolution of the working classes and that that for once they were actually hurt well that's right again I go back to this place Boston what that is that's on the far eastern reach of the country it's just above East Anglia okay there's a train that goes from I think Nottingham it's a two carriage train that goes there into Skegness so it, it does feel quite an isolated place, yeah. which the rest of the country has gone not really listening to you. Yeah. You, you don't really exist as far as Westminster's yeah. concerned. Yeah. And I think pockets of the country like that with Europe have gone, actually, do you know what? We're going to stand up and speak here, and now you're going to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. So I think that it has, people do feel a bit empowered by that. Yeah. You know? It's going to be... Uh... Well, we have to see what happens, don't we? We have to see what happens and if ultimately they are going to be listened to or not in the end. Yeah, I wonder what will happen there. I wonder what will happen there. But, I mean, I was talking at the beginning of this about sort of blame game culture. And it works on a national level, doesn't it? Totally. It's like as soon as things start to sort of go wrong and things economically start to go wrong, blame starts to get uh, uh, appropriated to people. And the real easy target always, you know, going back to sort of the Second World War, is essentially to go, immigrants, you know, have come here to take our jobs or to, to sort of scrounge off the state. I know lots of people from Europe. I know lots of people from all around the world who've come here. Yeah. I've got to tell you, they're all coming here to well, earn, yeah, come yeah. earn their money. Yeah. They're not coming here, you know, it's not a place to come. And I, I don't think London, especially or the UK in general, but certainly London, is not a place to come and oh, I'm going to come here and sort of live off these really generous benefits because, you know, London, I mean, this is the other thing which is happening, isn't it? London's being socially cleansed. I find that very frightening. That, to me, is, yeah. To me, like, I I do think 
Brexit is more complicated than a blame game myself. Right, okay. I do. Okay. Yes. I do think yeah, the working, you know, on. you've had the liberal lot that have pretended to give a shit, but really fucking don't. In my opinion, they don't. There's so much hypocrisy. You know, you get so many people who, like, talk, have all these kind of highfalutin ideas, but whose kids are in private schools and who, I don't know. I just don't think, I just think the working class just sort don't give a shit actually you don't give a shit but it's not just the working class is it, it it's like it, it, I don't know about that because you go to the home counties yeah right that is like Brexit heartland yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I think there's also this sort of misguided thinking that this country somehow you know, back in the 1940s or 1930s was sort of Great Britain and it was a great country and it could be great again blah blah and it's like I think people are a bit deluded by that. I do actually. You know, this is quite a broken. This is quite a broken country without without too much going for it. I mean, I really like London, but I, I do slightly despair of the UK. Yeah. You know. Do you, have you worked in other countries? Yeah, I've worked all around the world. And have, do you have one that you felt was more positive the way it was set up? And well, I think I think. Yeah, obviously, if you if you've got a country which is sort of has nice weather, you know, you go down to the Mediterranean or you go to sort of South America. These places still have their problems, but I think that if you're in a place which has got sunshine, good weather, beaches, pleasant environment, it makes life a bit easier going, doesn't it? And I think people's, you know, my mum and dad live in Mallorca now; they emigrated there life in New Yorker is a lot easier going obviously it's a nicer place to live isn't it and would pe- you live there? yeah I would actually I've, would I've recently bought somewhere out there yeah. which hasn't got a roof on it or any water so I sort of, sort of need to sort that out but I am thinking it'd be really nice to go and yeah I, I, I'd like to spend my life less of my life in London I also think London is I, you know I love this city I'm from here I think London is a place that people come to work. You know, people come to work, work hard, play hard. It's a good place for young people. You know, young working people, London has a lot of opportunities, isn't it? As you're approaching into your sort of dotage as I am, I'm 50 next year, on the slowdown, I could go out of hand going to live somewhere which isn't sort of quite so... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, where London's very money-orientated, it's very work-driven... I'd say I'm taking my foot off the gas a little bit in that direction. You know, I need my money obviously to to live, and I and I and I get a lot from my work, but I don't want to spend my whole life doing that. I like to know, play, you know, my basic time. I you want to chill out of it. <laughs> well, I, I just like. I just. I don't, well, I'd like to learn how to play a basic guitar. I'd like to do a radio show. I'd like to do something which isn't so. I mean, what I do is very dependent on someone giving me a job. Yeah. And therefore, I have to go and look for a job. You seem to always get a job. Though. Yeah, <laughs> from what I witnessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, it's, do you but know yeah, of course, that fear be, never goes away. It's it never goes on the away. Edge, isn't and it? it would be quite nice to be able to do something. I think in life where you're a little bit like actually, I don't know, you're doing something creative, which is of your making that isn't reliant on other people going. Yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll we'll let you do this. You just get on and do it. I mean, I've always been really, I'm not a musician, 
I've always been very envious of my mates who are bands where because they can sit around, can't they? A, a group of them with instruments and create something with no commercial pressure or no sort of end result required. Just we're in the moment, vibing with each other, making something. And I think that's yeah. I would imagine if you're in a band, yes. all sorts of other things of come co- up of, as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. of it's course. It's still a collaboration. It's still different ideas. But yeah, of yeah. Of course, sure. if you, if you're in a band and you're in a successful band, and the whole pressure of that, and 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 you're slightly yes, exactly. Your your agenda that becomes an agenda. But I've hung out with so many people who play musical instruments and either are, are in bands or just vibe with one another. And they play their musical instruments, and I just think that sort of pure creativity in the moment, I'm very envious of that. Yeah, my advice is that I don't have children, but if I did have children, I might really push them to learn musical instruments. Music, yeah, yeah, I think so, I think so, because I think that never leaves you, you know. I just, you should, you should do classes. I just did grade three on the piano, which okay. was absolutely so stressful, it was crazy. <laughs> but, um, why, why, I was to, it stre- why was it stressful? You're like, uh, because basically, I did four instruments when I was a kid. Okay. But the piano, I was probably one of the worst at piano and trombone. I was worst at. I was really good at the flute and quite good at violin. And but my teacher put me straight in at grade three because, well, because I'm an adult, I guess. So I went in like that was very hard for me. Okay. And. Um, but when I would practice, I'd find no matter what mood I was in, the minute I practiced, it just all went away. Right, it's just in the just moment. It just all goes with, away. With, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it was really yeah. much nicer for me than meditation or anything like that See, the from only, that point of view. I've, I don't know if this happened to you. I, I, I used to be interested in lots and lots of things. Like I used to read lots of books. I used to, I used to devour magazines when I first started life and I gave up on magazines. I used to devour books listen to loads of records, watch loads of movies. My consumption of that mm. has gone right down. Yeah. I, I now, you know, watch a movie. I don't get into that many movies. The yeah. one thing where I can go, I can still go and watch or be or take part in or look at and really lose myself is still live music. Right. I still really like watching live music yeah, because yeah. it's meditative for me. You go there and it's like, right, I'm now lost in music yeah. watching this band yeah. that's a great feeling it's amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, amazing yeah, and yeah. it's much needed as well isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah would you do classes then well someone <coughs> one of the nicest things this almost made me cry actually I used to work with an editor a lot we now we don't work with each other unfortunately okay. he, he um what happens? Oh, did he? Yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't blame him. No. <laughs> Can't blame anyone you were, for you going were, that you way. Were, you weren't with me, that's what happens to you. Yeah, but it became, that became a bit of a problem. To the group, it's like, I just can't, I can't, I can't do this. Because anymore. you didn't know what, what the hell well, was going to happen day to day. Well, the bloke's rocking, you know, the bloke never rocks up to work, rocks up, covered in blood, missing a few teeth, going, oh, I can't man. remember what's happened. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. But anyway, when I was working yeah. with him, we, we did a project together called this thing called Run, which is probably the best thing we've done together. And at the end of it, he was going to a festival. And he said, I'll meet you in the bar, go to the bar. He arrives, he's got a guitar on his back. And I'm like, well, I didn't know that you were you know, playing at this festival. He's like, I'm not. You know, I just want to say, I love you very much. I've just bought you this. But, um, so he knew how much you... Yeah, and he opens up a brand new Fender bass. I'm quite a big Clash fan, and it's the same Fender bass that Paul Simmons smashing on the front of the Clash album. Wow. And he goes, but... Um, so I then 
trying to learn to yeah, play the bass. Yeah. Pitiful. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's unless I have a teacher that works, then, yeah. And my mates come on and go, no, 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 don't play it like that, play it like this. And it's like, you need to really slow down. No, no, you've got to start at the you've beginning. Got to, got to yeah. Do, yeah. But you need to find a good teacher. You need to find so a good teacher. And also, don't you need to spend, you need to spend time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you've got you to practice. If you don't practice between classes, there's no point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to practice, 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 practice. So I'm, I'm, I'm that sort of, you know, to, to play the bass guitar is a big, is a big thing for me, you know. Do I'd, like learn, I'd like to, 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 to get involved with that. That'd be good. That'd be good. You were talking about therapists earlier on. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to therapy? Yeah, I have actually. I went a bit do Okay. All good people have. I sort of I think I went a bit do around the age of about 27, 28. You know, I was going yeah. out a lot, yeah. you know, working and playing hard and that sort of thing. And uh, I seem to remember I went, I went for a swim in the ponds up here and then walked into Camden in a pair of my underpants and, and had a bit of a round with a weed thing. At which point I'm like, hmm. Something's a <laughs> I don't You suddenly I, saw yourself Yeah, I, I don't really want to be walking into Camden in my underpants yeah. on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So yeah. I went, to, so I went to, to, to see a guy who's a high-ranking Lacanian therapist mm. to begin with how did you find him not sure I think my girlfriend at the time who was who was quite into you know she was seeing a therapist herself I think her therapist hooked me up with this guy and I felt a bit self-indulgent going to see him yeah. to be honest yeah. with you and I go and see him and he was very high for looting he was in sort of Maribone High Street and he was very classic going to his his, his house his, his surgery whatever and it was very sort of high academia, lots of books on the bookshelves. And he had a proper sort of, you know, leather, chrome sort of chaise lounge things which he'd sit you in and he'd sit behind you. And he'd oh, go... Oh, that's kind of old stuff, yeah. yeah. And then he'd go, he'd sort of sit in there and he goes, let's begin well. And he'd let you talk. And I did this for about, I don't know, four or five sessions. And I'm like, this isn't really sort of... You know, I'd literally go in there mm. and, and, and talk. And on a few occasions, I thought I'd play him at his, say, uh, at his game. I'd mm. just sit there and not talk mm. and see mm. how long... You know, I could sit there for 10 minutes without saying anything. So it didn't really work. Oh, and, God. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah, so many bad yeah, yeah, so, so it didn't really work. But, I mean, he, this guy was very, you know, published articles. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was sure, a renowned, sure. you know, student of, Le, you know, the follower of... Le, Le, is it Lacan? It is Lacan, isn't it? I don't, I don't know Lacan. Don't know. I'm sorry, I haven't come across Yeah, of course. Yeah. Contemporary of Freud. Okay, but anyway, right. Okay. So I'm like, that doesn't work. That didn't work very well. But then I went to see a... CAT therapist where I'm like I need, if I'm going to do this I need a bit of structure here mm. and he's like cool you come for 16 sessions right boom he revolutionised my life okay. it was brilliant good. thank just, God for that yeah really yeah. good just, you can have terrible experiences you can have amazing experiences no, I, and everything in the middle yeah I don't, I don't think that that works for, for everybody like I sent my mum to see a therapist and she's lesser quite closed and I knew what was going to happen she's like this is ridiculous it doesn't work you know yeah. this hasn't done anything for me and I'm yeah. like I sort of knew that was going to be the case before before I sent you but for some people certainly for me it really really helped me and what it helped do I mean I'm talking to sort of my brother about I think he should go and see a therapist is I think people get themselves into we all do don't we you get yourself into a sort of like a washing machine yeah. you get yourself you're into a cycle yeah exactly yeah. and you're 
You're I stuck. think, yeah, you're stuck. And I think, I think, is it Einstein who says if you expect the same result, if if you do different results, yeah, from the same action, so the same action is yes, yeah. exactly. And therefore, that's right. People get stuck in cycles of behaviour, and sometimes they don't even recognise that. Yeah. And yeah. I think a therapist can help you go. Yeah, here is your cycle of behaviour, and perhaps mm-hmm. here are some mechanisms. At least recognise your cycle of behaviour, which is a big part of it, isn't it? Once well, you because go, we think our thoughts are real, and we yes. think they're the truth as well. Yeah. That's the thing, you can, yeah. especially those ones that you've turned over like fifty billion times in your head, like you say, like a washing machine. Yeah. I a few years ago now, about three years ago, so I'm now nearly fifty. So about three years ago. I, I, I broke it. Me and somebody who'd been with her, a lady who'd been with each other for 18 years, we broke That's up. That's a long time. That's a long time. And immediately, I didn't plan it that way, but immediately I got involved with somebody else who was much younger than me. And then I went away for a couple of years. You know, I sort of threw myself into work, took jobs overseas, did a bit of travelling. I was pretty much on the road for two years. And I came back. And when I came back, I had... I bought the house off my ex, so she'd taken all her stuff out. Yeah. And then I had my current girlfriend going, I want to move in, I want to move in, I want to move in, I want to move in. And then I hit a spell of time where I was out of work for about three months. I'd just been sat up with this huge mortgage and I was out of work for about three or four months. And I suddenly thought, oh my God, I'm going mad. Yeah, and I went yeah, to see another... Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was seriously felt I was going mad. And I went to see another therapist who wasn't great, mm. but... Mm. I did find just being able to go and see somebody going, I'm really, really stressed out Mm. here and I feel a bit broken and a bit fractious and please, I just need to talk to somebody Mm. about that. Mm. Really helped. Yeah, because you probably found your own way through it in many ways, but the fact that you set up a space where you could explore what you were thinking and vocalise it and sift through it. It's quite good. When when we first trained, you couldn't, you did client therapist practice and you couldn't intervene at all. You just had to like keep eye contact, not in an intense, intrusive way, but kind of stay with them, stay with their experience, but not say a thing. And actually by the end of it, you just didn't want to say anything because you could have a really strong connection with someone while they went into really painful stuff and they just found their way through it. It was amazing. But just by having that space, which we don't, where, how else do we have that space yeah. with anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, okay, I also find exercise, I need to get back on the exercise yeah. too. Exercise yeah. is really good for mental health, isn't it? Really good. It, it is. I mean, yeah. I think Tracy Emin, right, used to say, I think I'm right in saying this, I'm misquoting her, I'm sorry, but she used to swim, apparently. Yeah. And I think like a mile a day. Yeah. And would say that she'd rock up at a swimming pool with a head full of problems, yeah. go for a swim, yeah. leave those problems in the pool. Yeah, it's beautiful. Obviously, gather problems again and have to go back the next day, but you know, she's an intense lady. Yeah. But yes, swimming exercise is quite meditative, isn't it? And you've got the old endorphins going on all the rest of it. Yeah. It's very, very important for mental health, I think. It is. And again, it's sort of a space within which you can, you're moving the energy around. So you're not completely stagnant with everything stuck in your head. Things are moving. moving and therefore, somehow it gets the, the head moving, the mind moving and so shifts you a bit. When you're learning about that then, yeah. do they talk about physical exercise and it's 
part in mental health or not really is that part of it no again you know it's like everything's a bit compartmentalized isn't it in life you study one thing and i'm i i kind of try and think in a more expansive way than that right. but but no they don't really they don't they don't, that, right? they don't right. really it's quite it's quite a small area that you sort of learn about do you want another coffee do you yes. want something else no I, i'm going to have a coffee do you like yeah. i was going to say can i treat you to a tea no just stick it oh, i've got a tab just stick no, it on no, the tab let me get oh, no no now. no please don't honestly when she's here i'll order it do you want a black coffee again yeah yeah I, i'm going to get you can't keep picking up no coffees. it's nothing it's not it's not it's really not going to break the bank honestly please please put it on that can we just get a black coffee i've got like a tab thank you um 15 thank you you don't want milk, do you? No, no, no. thank you. It's great, man. Thanks a lot. Do you find sort of meaning in what, what you do work-wise? No. I got that impression, yeah. yeah. No, I don't. What I, what I do get, ultimately... Only from what you've said now, not from anything previously, yeah. just the way you're talking and yeah. the things that seem to make you passionate yeah. and happy and excited. I'm really into my work. I'm a bit of a workaholic and right. I'm really, really into my work and... I get loads of things out of my work, yeah. principally, and people go, that isn't true, and I'm like, it is. Yeah. Principally, I work because I need to earn money. Yeah. If I didn't need to earn money, I'm not sure I would be working quite as often Even as Even though I. you say you're a workaholic, that's, yeah. that's a quite... Yes. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Contradicts, yeah. but that's yeah. fair enough. We, are con- we do contradict we, we, we ourselves do all contradict the time. Ourselves. We're complex yeah, yeah, yeah. people, yeah. So. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm also a bit of a workaholic, but from a very young age, and I, as, when I started out in life, I, I, um, I did quite a few shit jobs. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, and I'm always like, if you're going to pay me money, yeah. I'll give you good work. Ethic. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I, love I that, guess what yeah. I mean by being a workaholic, I'm like, if you're paying me, yeah. I feel obligated to deliver. Yeah, whether absolutely. It's clean, whether you're not going to take money and sit on your ass. No, whether yeah. it's cleaning a hospital, you know, hospital factories, yeah. whatever. But, you know, I've done quite a few shit jobs. I did up until the age of about 23. I did a lot of shit jobs, actually. Yeah. But I'm always like, if you're paying me, I will do the graph. Yeah. With, I'm going to show up. Yeah, I'm going I'm to show up and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'll work. With this line of work, I get an enormous amount out of it in the sense that I wasn't an an inherently creative person when I was growing up. And now I find myself working with a vast array of people, you know, cinematographers, sound recordists, editors, actors, colorists, you know, really composers, really interesting creative people who are there to vibe with me. I get an amazing amount of creative fulfilment out of what so I do. So from collaborating with people and yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. making stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it you know I it means I get an awful lot of creative fulfilment out of what I do, and money can't buy that. So if so, but then that, at the same time I said, is it meaningful to you? I don't know if that those were words, and you said no. What is it meaningful? Did I say meaningful or fulfilling? You, I can't you remember. You said meaningful. Right. Fulfilling, so yes. So fulfilling is yes. different. Yes, fulfilling, yes. Then meaningful. Me- me- meaningful. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe, maybe I'm misinterpreting what you're saying. No, I get, no, an, I get, no, I get no. an awful lot. So, I get very much, I get creative fulfilment out of what I do. Yeah. And you're Thank really you. lucky to get that, aren't you? Bloody hell, I'd say you so. You really are lucky to get I'd that. I'd say so. And... So what, what? I, I think I, th- I also sort of, if you can, because I, I feel that I'm quite lucky to do what I do, it does mean more often than not, 
I do get a bit of a laugh and I I'd sort of enjoy what I do. Sometimes yeah. it can get on my nerves. It's quite yeah. work intensive when I'm when I'm when I'm working. Sometimes it can be a bit stressful. But more often than not, I have quite a good laugh at work. Yeah. And I and I'm enjoying what I'm doing and creating something with, with cool people. What's not to like about that? Yeah. And a lot of people moan and groan about work, but I mean I just think I don't know if that's a national oh, I trait. love working. Yeah, love but it. people, do, they always say yeah. to me about actors, there's a joke about actors. Yeah, actually. how do you, how how do you depress pe- an actor how do you piss an actor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of actors say it to each other, yeah. It's kind of true, actually. It's kind oh, of true. I love grafting. I love yeah. it. I love it more and more, the kind of... I feel the opposite from you. I feel like I want to speed up, not slow down, but maybe that's because I've kind of brought up two kids, so I'm still bringing them up, actually. I must remember that. How old are your yeah. kids? <laughs> Nine and 14, nearly 15. Okay, boys. okay. 15, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. How's um, that going, 15-year-old boy? It's, I have to orientate to it a bit, but so far, he's still talking to me, and I'm bloody thrilled about it. And We've sort of moved into a new area where he'll tell me stuff and I, I now have to come back as a person with him like not not his mum I have to like right. which you know he's up for and I'm up for so it's sort of it's it's a bit disorientating like seeing someone become like nearly a, a man I guess or a young man whatever and adjusting and meeting him somewhere different yeah yeah. You know, like the other day he picked me up and moved me across the room there's nothing I could do about it because he's like six foot something that's quite funny as well um, yeah so but, but yeah interesting so I, I don't have kids and yeah. I, I've, but I have a niece and a nephew yeah. and my niece and is, my niece is 14 and my nephew's about to be 11 I love them to bits yeah really in the, this summer I went my mum and dad live in Mallorca and my brother and the kids came out and I was there it wasn't great yeah and what I doesn't what, surprise me it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't great I mean part of the re- one of the reasons why I, tried, I bought a house in New York was to say look staying with my mum and dad they're getting a bit yeah, older now yeah, yeah. that's becoming a bit trickier yeah right so why don't you just come all those houses have already, yeah, yeah you can come and camp here yeah. And the kids were like, we don't want to camp there, hasn't got any water. And I'm like, suit yourselves, going around with grand and granddad then. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They're but they did, they did all sort of moan and groan at each other and it all got sort of a bit heated. And in the aftermath mm. of that, I sort of said to my brother, you know, if you look at that, I think what's going on there is, is literally, you know, we're a very small family, that's it. I don't have any aunts mm. or uncles. Mm. And I'm like, that is literally now generational shift happening now in the sense that my mum and dad are in their late 70s. Mm. They're getting into old age. Mm. Me and my brother, my brother's 51, I'm 49, we're now, you know, upper echelons of sort of middle Middle, age. And niece and nephew, whereby they were kids, you know, my niece is now 14, she looks cool, she's going out with her mate, she's a teenager. She's got an awakening, I mean, it's the most exciting time in the whole world in some ways, isn't it? It's amazing. I think my mum and dad, interestingly enough, right, found find the teenage thing very difficult to deal with yeah you know I don't think they liked it when I became a teenager I didn't get on very well from when I was a teenager whereas I think young people coming into sort of teenage I'm not brilliant with young kids yeah I just like you know (laughs) yeah I'm not great at that but when people get into their sort of teenage years and all the rest of it I think it's a really quite an interesting part of life I think it's really and people are forming their ideas and their identity they're really forming their ideas and they're really (coughs) interested in stuff and they're really I love it I bloody love being around that age yeah yeah. Yeah. the only ones I find a bit awkward are like my son's friends who are 
like don't look you in the eye right like, a moody monosyllabic right, right. you're like for fuck's sake boy look me in the eye say hello how hard is it you know what I mean you've slept in my house all night but I th- I th- yeah but I think uh, <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think that all people I've, I've got this sort of thing I think all people right are shy yeah, Actually, that's every, true. Every, everyone's shy. God, I was crashingly shy for a few years yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I, th- I think everyone is. St- I'm like, you know, people from the garden has been quite a chatty person. Yeah. Like, I reckon I'm still shy. No, I reckon. I reckon what people do do is they develop mechanisms to deal with shyness. Absolutely. Right. So Absolutely. teenage lads who are a bit, mm, a bit moody. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit of that, isn't it? It is a bit of that, and I should be much more compassionate. I just, yeah. It is completely that. There's a I mean, bit of that. There's a bit of hormones it's racing It's that manifested, around. like, in such a clunky, glonky fashion. You know, when you... Once I bumped into him in, like, four mates in the park, and they were all, like... Like, <laughs> couldn't, like... Couldn't anyway, acknowledge my existence. It was hysterical. But, yeah, you should... I should be more compassionate, because I was terribly, terribly shy Wait, at one point. Yeah. I was also... I was, as a really teenager, I'm, you know, I'm quite a tall bloke, right? But, but as a t- so you just sort of, you know when you were younger or as much taller than everybody else I was really self-conscious yeah. and I reckon a lot of teenagers yeah. are pretty self-conscious I yeah, mean I don't indulge in social media oh my god I can't imagine what that must be like yeah. here, here's my life so although they I'm are gift-wrapping. quite savvy about that stuff they realise right. it's bullshit as well the do ones, they? yeah well they my son does my right. son does definitely right. yeah he does I just feel that's Thank another God. tier of sort of teenage pressure. It is amped up to the max. It is, oh but God. it's talked about so much that they seem to have an awareness of that right, stuff, right, like right, more right. than you would think. They're not right. stupid, I guess, is what I'm saying. But yeah, I, fair I, enough, fair I enough, agree enough. with you. You know, and I'm you... stupid with all of that. I know nothing about that. I've, I've abstained from social media from day one. I'm Good for like, you. It's a bad, well, bad place. Well, I mean, apart from sometimes connecting with people, if you need to. I did live around it a long time ago. How are you doing? You alright? Yeah, yeah, good. Oh, do you? Oh, nice. What do you play? Oh, yeah. He lives up here, doesn't he? Who did? Does he live up here, John Moss? John Moss. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I was looking at that theatre when I was walking around. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I thought Hampstead had all sort of right. There were lots of interesting people who used to live down here, but I thought they'd all been bought out by bankers and, and, and gone to live elsewhere. What's it called again? That theatre. That's right. Yeah. Is that at the top of the on the top there on the high? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, up yeah. the little alleyway, isn't yeah. it? Oh, fantastic! Here we go. Music and poetry, kind of angle therapy. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. My name's Charles. Charles, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, nice to see you. I'm sure our paths have crossed, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Okay, it's live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Cheers. Um, 
So you're all right with your 14 year old? Um... Yeah, sort, sort of. I mean, interestingly enough, my 14 year old niece, my brother and his wife are divorced, and 14 year old niece is now, for the time being, not really talking to my brother. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah, so sort of got into this sort of, you know, they're not there. Tug of a bit, war yeah, bit, of, bit, bit of tension there. And actually, I haven't spoken to her in about two, three weeks. I must, I must give her a call, actually. But yes, I do still speak to her. And I don't know. I, I, I remember as a teenager, adults that spoke to me like I was a normal person. Yeah, of course. Worked. Yeah. Adults that spoke to me as if I was some idiot or some little kid really didn't work. No, of course you not. Know, Who wants know. to be talked to like no, that? No, like, no, well, no. how are you but meant to come happen, back to that? It? That does happen. Yeah, it? I guess yeah. people yeah. are just uncomfortable. They just don't quite know how to, to, to reach out that. to yeah. someone else. Yeah. yeah. I always find with my son, like, I mean, it's a bit cliche, but if we walk the dog, or if we get a train, or, you know, just something, we're doing something else at the same time, that's needs it to be like a bit easier to chat, right, like right, something right, else right, is right, happening. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to earnestly talking across the yeah, table. So sort of yeah, thing. getting getting in his face and yeah. kind of having some agenda or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so... But I've got a few young people like that. My ex's nephew, I mean, I don't know whether he's on the make or, or what his... What, what If there is a sort of agenda with him, but he's really sweet in the sense that he rang me. Because I've known him since he was sort of born, really. Yeah. And when I broke up, I didn't really think about this. And then he rang me to go... You know, I live at home with my mum, who's married another bloke. You know, I've got quite there's quite a few kids that, that that live in the house. He lives up in Stoke. I don't communicate that well with my dad. In terms of male role models, you're it. Did he say that? <laughs> he sort of, he sort of said phenomenal. He, yeah, he said it's sort of male sort of, and I'm like, poor you, frankly. But anyway, that's phenomenal. Come, come down for the weekend, and it was nice to hang out with him. And it's like, yeah, I guess that's right. You know, he's now twenty. 20, Tombo must be 22 or 23, maybe older. But it's like I've known you, obviously, since you were born. I, I didn't, you, know, you don't realise, do you? That, that time has yeah, passed and what you've yeah, built yeah, up yeah, in that, that time that, or whatever. That, guy, yeah. that guy's known you all his life and gone, well, actually, out of the grown men but that I've known. This is the one I respect. This is the one I feel I could learn how to. I can how, relate, how relate to, a little bit to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think we're kind of lacking that a lot, aren't we? Sort of mentors or just people that we respect that you can throw stuff around with or just be breathe the same air as them for a while and learn from I don't yeah. know how often that seems to happen either well, I had a girlfriend girlfriend when I was like 17 I think I was when I started going out there sort of probably three or four years 17 to 21 I went Lisa her name was her dad Ian Shan rest in peace he was he was an ex-actor yeah and quite a wealthy bloke. His family had been sort of big in construction up north and they'd, they'd sort of moved down south. But he was a sort of proper old school gen. He was a bit of a mentor to me. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, sort of bringing it around, if you like, to how we started, people do talk about a loss of community. And that would have come within a community, wouldn't it? That you would have had people you could go to that maybe weren't family or were more remote family where you could create a relationship with them a bit more on your terms than you had maybe with your mum or dad or siblings or whatever I do think that is people are feeling very isolated yeah 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 alone like they don't have that framework anymore to tap into yeah I mean yeah as I said to you I've got a very small family I've got quite a few friends 
Right. Friends are uh, good, are quite important. And do you have friends you really confide in? Yeah. You do? Yeah. How many? Well, I mean, I like to think, I, I like to think weirdly. I always like to think that you've sort of got, I've got space. And I've always felt like this. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know if it's an OCD thing, but I've always thought you've got sort of space yeah. for five, five. Clo- Yeah, closes. most people say you can fit them on one hand. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's right. You know, the, the five people you can fit on one hand, they're your closest, yeah. they're your closest people. Yeah. And you've got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a two-way street and you communicate yes. and you tell each other stuff and yes. you I make mean, time for each other. Yeah. 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 My, friends, my, my, fr- my friends are my friends are important to me. You know, I don't have kids, do I? And I, yeah, so my, yeah, my friends are important to me. And yes, I do make time for them. And they probably sit there going, oh, he's not going on again, is he, about his relationship. Oh, but yes, they but that's do. what we all go on about the same we stuff all, go on about all the this. time. Everyone go, does. Yes, Everyone yes, does. Yes, yeah. Yes. That's that stuck thing we talked about, isn't it? We yeah. we all get we all have our little challenges that just keep coming back at us. I think it's it seems true. to be it's that true. way. It's true. It's true. So no, yours true. are around relationships. I've always get my yeah, relationships yeah. are my sort of my sort of thing, I guess. You know, yeah. Do you get into a kind of typical setup often? I find the relationships quite difficult. Oh, fucking really difficult. You know, not for the faint-hearted. Yeah, and I don't know what's the matter with me. I mean, you know, no, you're quite normal. I think. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm like the, the easiest thing is to sort of, I think, is maybe to sort of try not to argue with your other half. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to. I don't want to spend my life arguing. Yeah, and yet. Does it always seem to go? I'll spend your life arguing. Yeah, I'll spend my life yeah. arguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, uh, I think it's the ownership part of it that muddles everything. The, the fact that, you know, you're theirs and they're yours. And then, you know, everything's kind of seen through that filter. And then you can't, you stop being able to be happy for each other and you stop being able to be kind. And everything's about if they hurt you or you hurt them or holding on to them or what I don't know it seems to end up being I, I, I about feel, that stuff I feel, I feel okay rather I, than look hey you're a cool person this is the ideal this is not how I live my life go have your life enjoy it let's hope I can add to it in a good way and you can add to mine that's like that's the ideal if we were like really healthy functioning humans yeah, I feel, which we're I, not I feel relationships uh, maybe my issue with relationships always come down actually probably to control mm. I, I, as a kid again my mum's bless her you know, she had two quite rowdy boys. She was quite domineering and, you know, quite forthright. From a very early age... You kicked back against I, Yeah, that. I don't like people telling me what to do. Yeah. I really don't like well, being bossed around by it, people it, told what to do. It's quite a big thing when someone infringes on your freedom and your free will and your expression of who you are. It's pretty fucking massive, actually. So I'm quite uptight. It's quite about, scary. I'm quite uptight about that. Right, okay. So if I get a whiff... Even if, even if somebody oh, I can totally see why you're even, arguing yeah, a lot because yeah, women yeah. are quite well yeah, I mean so they're I, generalising but if you I know. get a whiff of that because I'm quite sensitive to it maybe yeah. I sort of kick off about that when yeah. it's like well hold on why don't you just calm down protective. I'm very protective of not being told what to do in my own sort of freedom yeah. and stuff so you could never be like 
I'm not going to do what you're telling me to, but still stay calm about it and be like, I understand that it's making you feel uneasy. I'm still not going to do what you're doing. Like, you can't be calm about it. You have to be like, fight. No, I try, fight. I try, I try not to <laughs> be, I try not to be fighting, fighting, but I do find myself, I mean, actually, I've just, my most recent relationship, being somebody for five, six years, she's much younger than me. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure that fully works, going on somebody with a big age gap, actually, but... Yeah, that has its own inherent. Sort a friend of mine started seeing someone a lot, a lot older than, right. younger than him, and we used to joke that younger, could, than, him, younger yeah. than him. But you couldn't tell if they were holding hands or she was helping him across the road. We used to piss out of him so much. I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had uh, a few things where someone's gone. Well, the problem. Where's is, the nearest cafe? And the lady's gone. I think actually there's a cafe up there that you and your daughter might enjoy. And you go, uh, yes, Jesus. Yes, he. Oh yes, he, he. got. She got called oh, his daughter. Oh, yeah, as well. Oh I would, that oh would make God. me feel yeah. incredibly uncomfortable. Well, you like, you use humour, don't you, to get rid of things? But there are there is like yeah. for me to if I was hanging out, if I, hanging out with a thirty-year-old. Even like on my course, there's a couple of girls that I adore that are thirty-year-olds. I reckon I don't know how old they. I think they're in their thirties. I feel like I just want to keep them a bit of a distance. It feels inappropriate to be really like close friends with them. I don't know what that's about. Well, it's interesting, is it? Because I reckon I reckon if you went back ten years ago. A bloke having a relationship with a girl who was 20 years his junior was pretty acceptable. It's not acceptable. It's no, not it's acceptable not. anymore. No, it's not. In fact, it's like it's, you know, 20 years, it's like that's a bit. So bit is she 20 seedy. years younger than she's you? She's 16 years younger than me. 16, okay. Yeah. So that yeah. makes her. 33. Mm, that doesn't sound that bad. Doesn't sound that bad, but, but you, you know, probably feel it. I mean, it's also, a different place in life, isn't it? It's a di- it's a, it's a very you just di- you've got, in a different place. I mean, you just can't fight that. You've stuff. got you've got you've got very different agendas, haven't you? You know, yeah. I get that because obviously I've been that age, and also she's Polish, so I mean, she works in the same business, so there's sort of a similarity yeah, there. Yeah. But, but also there's a sort of there's a cultural thing as well and a lot of the time I find yeah cultural things are big well it is because it's like I've said something and you've now taken offence or you've taken the hump about what I've said and actually I didn't really mean it the way that you've implied it but then isn't that the case with men and women or or, 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 or relationships it is but women and and men and men when you're having relationships with other people but the culture thing adds another layer to where those Culture and age gap adds yeah, layers yeah. of that. You've got the, the gender one, then you've got the age, then you've got racking up. And I just, I just found myself recently going, do you know what, I'm actually making you miserable and you're making me miserable and I really love you. you know, you're a great person, I know you love me, but this is misery, I feel we need to take a break from that. Did you and never feel, do um, relationship counselling? No, no, I didn't. And I, you know fun. what, I've... Have you done that? <laughs> oh, fucking yes, loads. You've done that. See, I've got everyone... <laughs> and was it successful? I would say it was... Look, they say, like, with your therapist, it's like choosing a partner or a house or whatever. You should choose carefully. You should see several, and you should really think about it before you commit to one, right? right. And I agree with that. Right. Um, not that I've ever done it, but I would say it's always been helpful. I do, because... You know, like you said, we live in a blame game and no nowhere is that more present than in a relationship where you're going, it's your fault, it's yeah, your yeah, fault, it's yeah, your yeah, fault, yeah, it's yeah, your fault. Yeah, and it, yeah. it, you have to stop doing that and you have to say, you have to do the most painful thing, which is go, 
when I did that, that was shit. And I can see how that made you feel like that. And I did it because of this, but that isn't how I should behave. You know, and there's, you know, you encourage moments for that to happen where you have to own what you're doing yeah, and you can't yeah, okay. the, it's the easiest thing is to go it's your fault because it's so <coughs> painful to say well, I know that, what that, I that, did was messed up and I can't seem to stop doing it but I know it's messed up that's horrible that's a horrible thing to get your head around in my experience of, 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 of relationships in, in terms of, of that it's your fault it's your fault it's your fault it's your fault bottom line which is what I said to my, to my missus recently it's like you know very simply you blame me for what's going wrong here and I blame you. The fact of the matter is it's we're, another we're, stuck we're, we're equally, it's another we're stuck equally culpable here yeah. and we've just got into the, the, the cycle of pissing each Anger other off and uh, pissing each other yeah. off. Yeah, and it's like my attitude is sort of stopping that cycle rather than going to see the sort of relationship counsellors to go let's just take a break from this mm. and get a bit of space and get a bit of perspective on it and then see where we land which is sort of what we're doing. No, I've never been to relationship counselling because in my experience, everyone apart from yourself, right, mm. who's been to relationship counselling, mm. it's always been to me, well, they've then broken up. Mm. It's always been relationship no, no, counselling. I, I haven't broken up after No, 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 yeah. no, no, what you're saying, you haven't. But most people I know that go to relationship counselling, yeah. to me, is a sort of shorthand for breakup counselling. Yeah, really? Most, yeah, most people I know that have been yeah, to relationship counselling break, break up, basically. Right. But maybe break up in a slightly less painful way, which is useful. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, they say that you'll keep coming up against the same stuff, whoever you're with, unless you deal with it. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. which sort of... Obviously, some situations are untenable, and that's that. But a lot of the time, they're probably not. We're in a middle ground of yes, kind of yes. slight abuse and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minor abuses, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, it's know. two people rubbing each other up the wrong yeah, way. Two isn't people it? So playing, you know, you other. you know, potentially you choosing people that are like your mum, and them choosing people. I don't know, whatever. There's yeah. a bit of a kind of reductive no, way to no, put it but true, you know you true. probably are in yeah, some way it's, it's familiar true. it's what you're used it is, to it's it is. what you will we all want familiar I definitely, regardless I def of what it means we I want familiar I definitely the girl I went out with for 18 years Anna definitely my, really loved my mum yeah and then actually my, my current girlfriend not like my mum yeah but I, you know she's you know she's going out with a guy who's 16 years old and he's got dad issues yeah. You know what I mean? So you're absolutely right. Your psychology, your, you, you know, uh, filters into your relationships, doesn't it? And unless you sort of sort yourself out, those problems will continue to recur. Well, just you know? a, just increase awareness. And what what for me is really interesting is like controlling that impulse. Where where I, like for example, if I'm triggered and my impulse is so, I'm like a fucking drug addict. I so want to do what I've always done and not doing it it's really exciting actually right, right, right. when you okay, when you okay. white knuckle it and you're like I'm not going to respond I'm going to tolerate how overwhelmed I feel and I'm not going to do what I always do now it's really exciting because you actually feel like there's some scope like the world suddenly expands it gets bigger yeah, yeah and there's yeah, you're yeah. not just in Groundhog Day of yeah. doing the same shit all the time yeah 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 relationships eh? I'm going to stop it there Siggy. I think it's Siggy time. I mean, that's an hour. Is that an hour? That's an hour.